Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. And guess what? I'm here solo today. What well, sort of solo today? So uh, Tony is in Iceland, and um, while we're here live at Premier Orlando, so I've made this request every time. Please DM Tony and tell him he sucks for not being here. Um, but uh, yeah, he's in Iceland this weekend because his son graduated college, and that was his college uh, uh, goodbye. So um, uh, uh, listen, a few minutes ago, um, I was on the uh, Babelist stage and uh, Babelist. Babelist. How can no. we never get that? I don't know. I've only started saying it right as of today because of a meeting we had before. <laughs> They're like, yeah. oh, one day. <laughs> They're so, like, you guys better say it right. <laughs> so the voice you're hearing is Jacob Kahn, and Jacob Kahn was also on the Babelist. Did I get a Babelist? Yes, stage uh, with me, and we just did the uh, the the Pocky One Chip Challenge, and um, we're just gonna kind of like. Uh, I was going to say fall from it, but I guess it's the opposite of fall from it. But we're just going to kind of uh, recount what just happened, and then we'll um, we'll be sure to put a video up with, uh, with this pod. So, uh, Jacob, how you feeling, bro? You know, I'm I'm starting to feel better. <laughs> my my like chest and everything is is sort of where I'm having it now. It's like I've got like a massive heartburn, you know. Mm-hmm. But those first thirty minutes after doing it is just incredibly painful. Well, I. Your eyes were watering for thirty minutes. Like oh, I went were. about ten minutes where my eyes were watering, but you just you just kept kept giving it. My eyes were like fully red. All the liquid in my head came out of my head. Yeah, yeah, it certainly did. It certainly <laughs> did. And like, we were walking here, and there was people in the hallways taking pictures with Jacob. And yeah. those are going to be the worst. So, what t- li- oh my god, we got to see I those. I cannot posts. wait to see these because I'm literally getting stopped as we come out, which is always very flattering. But I'm like, yes, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm like trying many, to smile, and like my nose is just like dripping snot. How many people just thought you smoked weed or something? Your eyes are watering; they're big and red. They're like <laughs> that. That's the first time meeting me. Like, oh, I didn't expect him to be like. You know, I guess the internet, you know, <laughs> things are always different in life. You don't. You never want to meet your heroes. No, you never want to. <laughs> you never want to meet your sweaty heroes. They're gross in real life. <laughs> they, well, they are. <laughs> um, so. Um, I, I didn't expect to like sweat as much, like my body. Like I expected the head a little bit, but, but like my body was. It sweating is a too. weird thing that it's like, even though it is, te- it's not like even about temperature. It's like something about f- like flavor or whatever. But it does raise your core temperature enough to make you like physically sweat. Like the whole thing of it, like you know, your eyes watering it coming out of your nose. It's because it's like it's like pepper. It's like yeah. you know, I literally describing it, it feels like getting pepper sprayed in the mouth or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that's a good call there. Um, somebody was it might have been you. Somebody was making me laugh on stage, and then that hurt so bad. Like just oh, yeah. laughing was hurting. And I, I was, was trying like, to make stop. it like because it, it's sort of like we eat it up there, and then we're all just standing there being like, "This sucks." What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, what are we doing up here? <laughs> so I was trying to talk to the audience as much as possible to to make it fun or make it funny for them. Right. You know, like cracking jokes. But I didn't even know what the setup was going to be at first. I didn't know you were eating it too, and I thought it was just me eating it up there and I was just going to eat it. You know what? Like, I wish I knew yeah, this that. Is, this is horrible. Yeah, you could have gotten <laughs> yeah, out of it. I, totally I did not it. even expect you to eat it at all. I thought that you were going to eat it and then like ask me questions or, or I was going to have to do a haircut or something right, like that. Right. 
Yeah, I I, uh, I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to do it yeah. until I had it in my mouth. Because Desi from um from Babelis, did I get it? Nice, nailed it, nailed nice. it, nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, from Babelis, she was like, I didn't know you were doing it. I was like, I didn't have to do this at all. Nobody knew I was doing yeah, it. Truly, no, none of us knew that you were also eating it. <laughs> Except for Emily, because Emily uh, Emily's the hero of the day because she uh, she got us uh, got the some milkshakes. milkshakes. Milk you shakes. have to have it. I mean. And who who was the guy? I, I, I'm brain farting. Who was the guy that was up with us? You know, I just met him uh, today, actually. So, uh, is his name? Oh, shit. No, that, the guy Jay was the guy that was Jay that Majors was that MC'd it, right? Yeah, he was just calling up everybody from over there. It was like he, the, the person that was he didn't even know that we were doing it. He was like th- thinking that some <laughs> other guy from Babylon was doing it. He's like, he kept on saying Jake from State Farm was. Yeah, do yeah, it. Jake from State Farm was. Is there a barber named Jake? Uh, apparently, I mean, I, I've, I haven't met him, but I, that that. Jake from State Farm joke. It's not even a joke because it's not funny. <laughs> but that has followed me around ever since that commercial has come out. What has that, to? That everyone's like, your name's Jake. Jake from State <laughs> Let Farm. Let me just uh, They're like, they've got it like cocked and ready. You they're can like, never wear a red shirt. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're like, from State Farm? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, shut up. <laughs> no. Did you know? I'm going to call out like a, a, a you know, Bat- Babelis. Ah, you did Babelis. I, mm-hmm, but I almost mm-hmm. slipped up. And it's like... I think Sam, we, they should just change it to Babylon at this point. They should not just care. This is it's the way really, we all say As long it. as we're talking about it, who cares? Yeah, they'll know. They'll know. They'll know. So, um, you know, we, we kind of have to call out the barbers, though, Jake, because, like. They didn't do it? No, there was no barbers up there. Yeah. It was, it was a bunch of hairstylists up there. So what's up with uh, Babylon? Well, Jay, Jay Majors was up there, but he refused to do it. Did he refuse the, ho- the guy that was emceeing, like you offered to have him do it as well? I didn't know that you had another one. To hand out to no, I had three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were going to do it with Ben, and then Ben had that class. Yeah. Somebody scheduled that class so he didn't have to do it. I mean, I actually scheduled the class, but <laughs> I, I didn't – I wasn't, like, thinking about Because I would have rather, much rather at least had him there, you right. know, so they could see it. I was also happy to see that it was so jam-packed full of people. Because if it Thank was you. not full – if it was just like it a few people, there's like six people watching. I'd be like, "Why? What have we done? What Why did we, we do this?" You know. But it was fully packed. Like people standing in the back, like every single seat, and their faces looking at us like with just concern and, and anguish. Yeah, they're just. <laughs> it was like I was like, "Are they enjoying it?" You know, when when I sat down in the, <laughs> when I sat down in the chair there, I was like looking at people that were like the front row was like three feet from me. And I was literally like getting nauseous, and I was like, "This, th- that's probably the worst <laughs> sight in the house." I think something about your beard disguises like the pain that you were in. I was in pain. Yeah, because you can't. You, when you look at you, you couldn't tell exactly, you know. But when you look, but at my me, eyes were watering, and yeah, like all that stuff. You're, but you're, you're like pretty composed or whatever. I'm like rocking back and forth and like speaking in tongues, and <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like able to speak other languages only shortly, you know. Dude, this like, is awesome because the last time that I did this, I did it with Richie the Barber, and he's saved I, now. So now you're speaking in tongues, and now you're clearly is saved. Is that what saved him? I think so. I think it's the one-chip challenge. I saw. I watched that video of him doing that, or like clips of him doing that, and he, when you talk about sweating, he was sweating bullets. He looked like he was in the most anguish, and that was like stressing me out, you know, like seeing him do it. Because when I did it, I did it earlier in the week to prepare myself, like attempting to do it earlier. You did a full chip? I did a half of a chip i split it with somebody and doing a half it definitely was not as bad as doing the whole thing and i don't understand like you know it's the same thing it's just more but more of it i guess you know Mm -hmm. it's like taking here's this much poison and you just like double the dose of poison that you had but i didn't expect it to be more painful but it Mm -hmm. definitely was for sure i I think that because the chip is so at least with my experience the chip was so big that i dried out 
So yeah. if I did half, I might have had like more fluid to get it down. But because I did the whole thing, like my, my whole mouth is dry. And like I would, I, I'm I'm sure if we look at the video, I'm sure I chewed for at least a minute. You, you have to, to chew try to so get it long. Down. Yeah. And for me, the moment that it gets bad is the moment that I swallow. The moment it goes down is for some reason it just like it kicks in. And I always go like, and I'm like, well, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no. <laughs> as soon as you clear your throat, it's like you're just grinding all that up in your throat. It was absolutely, and, absolutely and horrible. The other experience that um, that I don't remember from the first time that I did it is that I, it got worse, right? Like you think like it once builds. you get it down, like you're like, oh, okay, well it's down, that's it. But then it like it gets worse and gets worse and gets worse, and then like it, it was worse at the at the five minute mark than by far than the one than minute the two. mark. Yeah, it just got it definitely builds on you, and but I was proud of us. I thought we did pretty good being able to last five minutes without, like, having any water or having anything like that. I watched um, Tony Hawk do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, with Didn't, the guy. Did he do it with uh, Sean Evans? Yes, he did it with a guy from Hot Ones. And they were, they were at least Tony Hawk was, like, drinking something right away, it seemed like, you know. Oh, that's soft. But it said that we had to make it 10 minutes to be powerful is, is like, the, the grading curve on there. Uh-huh. So, apparently, we were powerless still. Well, what, was, what was five minutes? Did it, we it didn't ha- I thought it should have a five-minute marker. It had yeah. one and ten. So, one was powerless, ten. Uh, I literally, I'm stopping this in mid- mid-sentence right now because the taste of this chip has just, like, come from the inside <laughs> of me and is in my mouth. And like you were saying, like, you're not only just getting the spice, but you're getting... This like foul, like horrible chemical chip flavor yeah. as well, and just every once in a while, I'm like taking a breath and going like, "Oh God, what <laughs> is that? This is so nasty, man!" And like your your body's reaction to putting it in your mouth is to gag because yeah. it's so dry and it tastes so bad, and you're and like you have some intuition, you know, that's like, "Oh, that's poison." Yeah, like I shouldn't I shouldn't eat that. So you're like, try, my biggest worry was that I was gonna throw up on stage that was my worry because i couldn't swallow it or something my i biggest, wanted to like wash it down but <laughs> my biggest fear was that i was gonna throw up on people in the front row because <laughs> we were not that far from them and like i'm sure That's if true. it went it was gonna go turns into a gallagher show all of a sudden <laughs> exactly without the we mallet have, everyone's wearing little ponchos <laughs> <laughs> splash zone splash zone it's like a guar concert or something yeah yeah <laughs> the, the um yeah the chip tastes a little bit like i don't know a dirty sock or something it, it does like, it's, it's like, just it, it doesn't have there's nothing redeeming about it. No. It's Maybe just bad. You put some, like, Dorito, like... Have you heard... People have said that, like, it is almost has a hallucinogenic quality to it. Like, if we... Let's say that we didn't drink anything or whatever, and we just sat there and we took it. And, and not in a necessarily, like, a positive way or whatever, but not like, oh, like, oh, I, I'm microdosing, you know, right. the one-chip challenge. Like, right. <laughs> nobody, nobody's doing that. Yeah. But that just something, like, about spice can take you to this this point where it's, like, your vision is, is a little blurry... Getting, well, like, my eyes were watering, of course. Well, yeah, from that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to even like get like a little traily and like just sort of be sort of like out of your mind a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I got to my mind because my everything below my mind <laughs> was yeah, yeah. in so much pain, you know. So if you eat two or three of those, it's the same thing as like doing DMT and you meet some <laughs> some god figure or something. Have you done DMT? I have. And I I did not um, like you know meet. This I love this podcast, but <laughs> I did I did not meet um, you know like people who really do a lot of it in like mm-hmm. one sitting. They say that you you sort of drop out and you get to this point. So many different people have said that they get to this point where they are communicating with some sort of like godhead, where mm-hmm. they where they feel like they are meeting this like um, this source of all or whatever. I did not have that, but I did have sort of like out of body experience where 
everything in the room became very geometric and sort of broke down like a kaleidoscope, and I sort of lost my sense of self for a little bit, and then I, I came back out of it. Uh, no, it no was, like elves or anything like that? No, I mean, it, it, if anything, it was like completely abstract for me, and it was very short-lived. But, uh, you know, it's like I didn't. But could you tell, because I've also heard that there's no, like, there's no there's no time, li- like, you, can't, you yeah, can't register time. it felt like it was a million years, and then I'm asking people, I was, like, with a bunch of friends in a room, and they were all, like, and that was, like, th- two minutes or three minutes or something like that. So but you didn't have a shaman or anything? No, no, I had, like, I had, like, a dude named Sean. Well, he's Sean the, <laughs> Sean the shaman? He likes Dave Matthews, if that's, <laughs> that's kind of close to being a shaman, right? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm interested in it because of the short-lived of it. Like, I'm not interested in, like, a four-day trip on acid. Oh, I'm I don't not think, oh, how, you're, you're sober, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For how long? No. 1999. Yeah, so no DMT for you, sir. I think it might take you down a whole path you don't want to go. It's not where, I mean. But it's not recreational, so maybe it'd be okay. I think if, let's say that you maybe, the you, brain of an you go to Peru or something, and you do, like, ayahuasca yeah. with a shaman or something like that. Like people are yeah, doing but that. ayahuasca, like, don't you shit yourself and stuff? No, no, you, you, you do purge Have a, you done a ayahuasca? <laughs> I mean, this is just going to turn into me just listing off all the drugs <laughs> that I've done. <laughs> well, um. We'll say that uh, that I'm familiar with what happens when you take ayahuasca. Oh, uh, fair. And um, I listen to a lot of podcasts too. Yeah, <laughs> and it uh, you do purge, and I would suggest that you fast before you do it. But you're going to be purging not uh, from the bottom; for it's from the top. So you're you're going to be vomiting a good bit. Mm. Uh, but you know, that sounds appealing. Uh, like people are doing this sort of thing to get off of doing drugs. You know, if like you like people who are having a hard time like kicking heroin or something like that, they're going and they're doing this ayahuasca ceremony and like something about it is like resetting your internal functions right. so that you can you can actually separate yourself from the addiction. So maybe you could do that. I'm your I'm your sponsor now. <laughs> that does, which is I'll not a good it. idea at all. I'll take it, Jacob. <laughs> I'll take I it. I like to clarify as well that I don't do any of these things anymore. You know. Well, hey, listen, we all we all have a past. Yeah. Even if that pass was 20 minutes ago. I, like, uh, got sent to, like, wilderness program and all that stuff. No, really? Yeah, yeah. I was f- went full in Paris Utah? Hilton. Uh, mine was in, Geor- in the North Georgia mountains. But they're, they're all over there like that. But, yeah, because I was, you know, partying too hard, doing crazy things. You know, all this stuff was, like, happening, like, when I was in high school. Right. You know? Before right. it was, like, before Joe Rogan. I was before, before Rogan, you yeah, were, I was doing it before Joe Rogan. <laughs> you're doing it before Rogan. Um, yeah, our, our friend uh, uh, Patty, um, Queen of the South, she did like a wilderness thing in Utah. Did she really? Yeah. Oh, I will definitely have to ask her. Oh about yeah, yeah, the yeah, braider? yeah, yeah. She braids. Yeah, yeah, the braider. Yeah, yeah I'm no, no, no. Talk to her about it's, that. It's it's, it's fascinating. She's got a fascinating story. It's not like this. It was like it was. A, you know, a lot of those places in Utah, they ended up being like a shit show. Yeah, you know, and that, mine that was mine shut down now. The place that I went, they it, it's no longer open because of the abuse of the kids there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty sure that um, that Patty's was too. She was in St. George, I, I believe it was in St. George. Mm-hmm. But um, and then um, there's a there's a braider named Coco too. And coincidentally, ironically, or These whatever, two incredible braiders have both went to this. Went, and they met there. <laughs> no way, really. They met in the. In they the, started braiding each other's hair. Bra- that's probably the. It's story a lot like there. prison. That's how you become the best, the best, <laughs> the best <whatever>. breeder. <laughs> you must <laughs> you go, have to to go to wilderness program in Utah. In Utah, yeah, to be the I'll best. I'll definitely breeder. have to ask her about that because you know, I don't meet a lot of other people who have had that experience, and it, it's pretty wild, you know. Yeah. Like, the thing, you know, how I was long there, was your wilderness? I was I was there for six months. No running water, no electricity, living in the woods. The only electricity we had was we had a cabin out there that there was like fifteen of us that stayed in this cabin. Just it was all only thing that was in there was bunk beds. 
and um, they had a car battery that they would hook to the cabin f- so that there could be lights in the cabin if we needed the lights. They were dim, too. Yeah, but volt. besides that, no electricity out there. And, uh, you know, even, like, the bathroom and stuff you had to, we had to, like, dig and build outhouse, uh, build an outhouse and, like, put the outhouse on there. But you had to also, like, earn privileges. So it's like you, you like, I was never allowed to dig because I was not there long enough to earn the right to hold a shovel. You really? know? And, like, a kid that was there long enough to, uh, to like, get shovel privileges, uh, first thing that he did was clock the counselor with the shovel. And, <laughs> and he took off into the woods. But we're many, many miles away right. from anything. It's called wilderness. Yeah, it's, it's like, you're, you, I mean, he's like, I'm going to use the stars. I mean, I don't know what he thought he was going to do. <laughs> but they end up finding him, like, three days later, like, luckily. Because this Mauled kid pro- would have died in the woods or whatever. And there was, like, a t- there's, like, the closest town. You know, they know that the wilderness program is, is, you know, miles and miles into the woods. So if you do happen to get to this town and you're just, like, some, like, filthy kid coming out of the woods, they know exactly who you are. You're not in, like, orange, like, um, uh, jumpsuits or no, anything? No, no, you're wearing your regular clothing, actually. Like, they, they let you wear your clothes. You know, we just like, packed our clothes and everything. Actually, they made me, you know, at the time I wore, I was, you know, at the time I was wearing a lot of eyeliner, a lot of makeup. I was wearing, like, like girls' jeans because I wanted the jeans to be fitted and tight, and they didn't make, like, fitted guys' jeans, like, yeah. at the time, uh, or at least, like, weren't without spending, like, crazy expensive money on it. And they made me, like, of course, I couldn't wear any of the makeup. I had to take all that off. They went and, like, bought me, like, baggy, ridiculous, like, Jinko jeans that I had to wear because they were, like, you know, you can't wear this. They're, like, stripping you of your, your identity, like, breaking you all the way down that way, right. you know? But if you get to the town, they just immediately, like, the town people just immediately go, like, hey, uh, yeah, we got one. <laughs> Uh, you want to come pick this kid up? They just call him right away, and you're just right back. So if anyone's know? wearing Jenko jeans, they yeah. If, they you're, need if, you're, a, if you're a filthy little beast <laughs> coming out of the woods, <laughs> they, they send you right back to the program. So if you weren't there long enough for a shovel, like how'd you get out of it? My what? insurance ran out. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason. It was a two-year program. I should have been there for two years, uh, and I would have turned 18, and like that's when I would have been able to to go home. You know. Um, but my parents, of course, you know, we, we didn't have any money or anything growing up. Right. And um, I got expelled from high school, like, for, for fighting. And when I got expelled. Yeah, scrappy jig. Yeah, yeah. I, back then, you know, I don't fight anymore. You know, if I can if I can help it, I don't fight anymore. Back then, it's like you almost, it was so weird, like, the thought of, like, go, leaving the house. I almost felt like I, I was, if I left the house, I was, it was inevitable. Like, that this that was, was going to happen. Uh-oh. I think it's because I was growing up in, uh, you know, Rural Georgia, is a town called Cumming, spelled C-U-M-M-I-N-G, Cumming, Georgia, oh, yeah. you know? Um, not exactly progressive. <laughs> and I was just a young punk, you know, wearing makeup, and I was, I was getting, like, gay bashed. And, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not gay, but, like, you know, they were just, everyone just calling me gay, giving me shit for it or whatever, mm-hmm. like, trying to fight me all the time. And, um, you know, so I just, like, was getting in a lot of fights for that. And I just wasn't one to... to be like, yeah, you can just like make fun of me, and I won't do anything. I was like, right. I'll, I'll hit you with a with a book or something. <laughs> you know, I was just a crazy Shovel. kid, you know, <laughs> just like much different now. If you meet me now, it's like I'm like so chill. I feel, I feel like, but back then, it's like I felt like I was the outcast in this like redneck community, like the one punk kid amongst all these like kids who had like lifted trucks. And it was like this school I went to a lot. All of a lot of them had money, like they had a lot of money, and I was like latchkey. My mom was a you know. Uh, overnight nurse at the the ER, like she would do the seven to seven shift, like seven p.m. to seven a.m. shift. You know, my dad, like my parents were divorced. You know, so my dad was was sometimes there, sometimes not there. We had no money, and I'm walking to school. You know, I had a few mile walk 
back and forth from high school. Uphill both ways, barefooted? Yeah, barefoot in the snow, you know. But, no, I mean, I, I did. I had to walk to school. And these kids would drive by. They had lifted trucks with PA systems, you oh, know. Yeah. And they would, like, just be yelling stuff at me through the PA. They'd be flicking cigarettes at me and everything. So I would just, like, huck a rock through somebody's windshield. And then, like, six freaking rednecks get out of a truck and i'm like great it's not makeup that's black eyes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like at least i don't have to do my my eyeshadow today you know blue's did a the, nice shade for me did, did, I, i'm sure the name con didn't hurt hurt or help either I don't think they, they weren't smart enough to realize that i was half pakistani like they they and also i am very white passing so it's like no, no one nobody really realizes you know mm-hmm. um Unless they see my dad or like see my cousins or something like that, so I never really got a lot of any trouble for being Muslim. No one gave me any trouble for that, you know. But again, it's like they weren't they weren't bright enough to realize. That, you know, right. They couldn't figure it out. Did you grow up Muslim? Yeah, we were. My my family was not like super religious, but my extended family is really religious. But my dad uh, and my mom weren't. But my mom did convert when she married my dad and to Islam. Yeah, yeah, and they had a Muslim wedding and everything. And when we were young, it was like a lot more part of our life. And then um, as we got older, like they sort of like. My dad was like, yeah, I'm Muslim. And he's like drinking a beer. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we know them. I had, had this funny moment where we'd have all the all the uncles and aunties would come over to the house and everything all the time. And my dad would hide his, like, alcohol in the freezer. And this, this will give you a – this will timestamp this because he had hidden a bunch of Zimas. Oh, yeah. In the, <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> and uh, I and I totally screwed him over because they're all, like, hanging out in the living room or whatever. And I'm, like, in elementary school. And I go and I open the freezer. And they fall out and, like, smash <laughs> all over the ground. And they all come in. And they all see that there's just broken alcohol bottles all over the kitchen. And I, I totally outed him to the rest of the family by accident. He didn't blame it on you? Jacob, well, you're drinking again. <laughs> I didn't even, at the time, I didn't realize, like, the significance of what I had done. You know, oh, man. that it was like, this is, is going to be a serious problem, you know, but whatever. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be honest with yourself. It's not my fault. He was lying to them. Yeah, I, was, exactly. <laughs> I was a child. so Exactly. Not my fault. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame and it on me. Now my dad is remarried. He's in an arranged marriage now to someone who is also Pakistani. And I have two little sisters that are full-blooded Pakistani that are 18 and 15. Oh, so cool. he's going are, through it again, yeah. Are, it, 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 did he get, uh, is he more religious now? No. So no. his freezer still filled with Zimas? Uh, he's more of a room temperature vodka kind of guy these days. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely not religious now. His, but his, his, like, brother is and sister is and, like, the, the entire, like, end of the family is. Did he immigrate from here? Yeah, for, for college. He came over around that time, uh, which is where he met my mom. You know, and he was actually supposed to be in arranged marriage then. He was supposed to go to college, go back, and... um marry someone there and join the Pakistani Air Force. Oh, yeah. Uh, but his vision wasn't good enough to join, so he didn't know what he was going to do uh, going back. And then he met my mom, decided to stay. And then there was, like, a huge issue. Like, he didn't speak to that side of the family because because he was marrying my mom, like, there was no communication with that side of the family for, like, a decade or something. Mm. At least this, this is, like, what he tells me, you right. know. Uh, and then when we were born, I guess it um, they reconnected. But a lot of them lived in Karachi forever. You know, uh-huh. in Pakistan forever. Um, it wasn't until, you know, uh, more recent years, like the last decade or so, that some of them have moved to Dubai or moved to England or moved to Canada. Uh, and so my dad was one of the only ones that stayed. And then his brother eventually moved here too. But have you been to Pakistan? I have. I've been. I've been like maybe nine times. Oh, been really? A lot of times, yeah. I, I was living in Dubai. You know, after I got out really? of wilderness, uh-huh. I I was expelled from school. And wilderness. Yeah, I was expelled from school. I could not afford wilderness program anymore, thank God. You know, I was so excited when they came to tell me. 
like we we had to like do sorry i'm like my insides are on fire <laughs> my like it's getting the point of the podcast like it's it's weird because we were talking about a building and like as as we're talking like turning a little something red. on the inside of me is just starting to hurt more and more <laughs> like it really does not feel good um but yeah so i was so happy to find out i was getting i was getting sent home because i in my mind i had a year and a half left I hadn't even earned a day pass. Like, you could earn a day pass home eventually. You could go home for, like, a day. Because you're being a dick or just didn't have enough time in? They just had enough time, you know? They, like, want you to do all this counseling and go through all this stuff and whatever. There was one kid that was there because he was a pyro. Oh, nice roommate. Yeah, yeah, he would just burn everything. So he he never got fire privileges, of course, there. But (laughs) he did earn a day pass home, like a weekend pass. And what does he do? He sets the freaking carpet on fire when he goes home. And then his excuse was that he said he was trying to teach his little brother about fire safety. (laughs) Like, bro, you're here because you burn stuff, man. <laughs> you got to be better about Fire it. Fire safety. Yeah. But, yeah, so when I when I um, got out of there, I had my senior year and everything left to do. So my dad got a job in Dubai and uh, asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, yeah, might as well go. It was either that or go to, like, weird alternative school, right. you know, in Georgia, uh, which I did do for a semester where it was, like, just 14 of us or something that went to this, like, um, school for kids who got expelled, you know. Did you go to high school in Dubai? Yeah, yeah. I had my, my senior year there at the Universal American School of Dubai. That's pretty cool. Mm. Do you uh was do the only American. Do you speak Arabic or does um No, my my dad speaks Urdu and English. Uh but he didn't teach it to us growing up. So mm. we don't speak it. And Urdu uh, is that like is that uh, like closer to Farsi or Um it's it's like a mixture of Hindi and Makes Arabic, sense. I would say. It's like a mixture of different languages that, you know, it became like sort of general Pakistani language. I thought they, I thought they spoke um, Arabic there. I mean, but I'm I know sure that, but some Pakistanis speak Arabic. My dad, like, has a, a rough, I, like, you know, understanding and everything of Arabic. Mm-hmm. But really, it's Urdu would be the language, yeah. Right. And, uh, and. Uh, it's less Arab, more South Asian. So. Right. Right, right. Oh, jeez. You're dying? Yeah, dude, my, my insides are just on fire. Should we put the mic on your insides? Uh, you, it's not making any sounds, <laughs> but it feels like it's just, like, been burned. I'm trying to stretch it out. Is that working? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Temporarily it is. <laughs> Golly. Oh I think I'm done for a little bit. Yeah, hopefully I'm, I meet you there because I've got about, in about 20 minutes, i got to prep a model. So <laughs> You're going to be on stage? Well, I, yeah, in an hour, got to be on stage, but I got to go like do a little bit of prep you, you or whatever got, and a half. You got to reference so. it when you get up there. All right, we I can pull. Will. We can pull out here, man, dude. Thank you. Well, first off, thank you, <laughs> thank you very this much. This got for deep. I think eating the chip opened me up to just like saying all sorts of very personal things about myself. <laughs> you know, you know, there's something to that, and I'm not bullshitting because, um, well, one, Sean Evans is the expert at this, right? Sean yeah, Evans is the get, host of um. It, he makes you just you're just like open to saying whatever now. But if you have you ever noticed that like the the better questions happen when people are burning up? Yeah, yeah. Because he's building them up at the end. He's building them up and like and what happens is all the PR bullshit goes out the window and they're just that person in pain yeah. right there, you know. So they can't think to censor themselves. You just say whatever. Exactly. It's like exactly. as I'm doing this, I'm literally like writhing right now. Are you? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what has there's happened. A, there's a bathroom it's, around the corner. It, you need well, no, it? it's it's not even that. It's just like something it's made it to a certain point through <laughs> my system that it's like not my body's like, no, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Oh. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you good, awesome, Mister. D- well, well, dude, thank you for uh, for doing that. That was that, that was a lot of fun. It was kind of fun to do it on the stage. Like we initially we planned to just kind of do it here, just to be goofballs. But then, yeah. um, but then Emily stage is com- fun. Yeah. The stage was fun. I think it made actually probably made it for me. It made it a little bit easier being on stage because you had to stay somewhat composed. Yeah, you did. Like uh, I think like seeing all having all the people there and everything it and made rooting it, like, you on not quite as bad. Yeah, right? they, they they were 
we were getting their energy. They were building us up. Yeah, they definitely were. And uh, thanks to Jay. Thank you, Emily. Thanks, uh, Babelus. Babelus. Damn it. I'm never. I'm. I'm gonna mess it up all the time. Thank you, Babelus, for having us. Jake, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for telling us about your uh, your your your, your hot childhood. stories. Exactly. <laughs> thanks for being hot for me. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me on, man. It's always Absolutely. a blast. Always, always, always. And uh, thank you for joining us on your day off. All right, salute. Let's go. Who's gonna count us down? Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Let's go. Hold on. Can you bring It's Getting Hot in Here by Nelly up, please? I guess. The worst part is you can't swallow. <laughs> I'm not even going to get fired today. No. We're going to just leave it right here on stage. Oh my gosh. How is it? How's it got? Are we, are we doing? Are we blue? How you feeling? <coughs> my hot shit. Okay. Here we go. It's great here. Woo! Oh my god. Nice. Nice. Water does not help. No, it doesn't. Just let it go. It makes it worse. It always starts to get worse and worse. I'm just going to meditate through it. Yes. Um, nice. Oh, you're going to sit down for this one. I was like, look how red it's starting. The carnival, the carnival cowboy hat is not helping this. Oh, it's very, very bad. Physical pain. Is it like in the chest? It's in the mouth or the throat. It feels like I got pepper sprayed in my mouth. You win a free clipper from Babelis. It's already at 3,000 of Do I get a free clipper too? Oh, the hiccups are so excited. I'm so excited to have that I'm not involved in this. The I'm so happy that there's so many of you here for this. This may be the splash zone. I Maybe thought it was like... going to be me up here. I'm crying tears of joy. Three minutes, 17 seconds. Here we go. That's what I have. Anyone else? What do you have? It's time. Three minutes. Ow. Oh, oh. Yeah. I have no, don't give up. Don't give up. Do we need a, uh, you want to get a haircut while you're doing a hot shit job? I need the cryo brush. That's what the cryo brush was made for. Remember what's made for? David, you the definition of hot. It's for this. I'm not crying, you're crying. He's got his uh, bowling shirt on. Oh my god. Honestly, I've seen people way worse. You guys are doing pretty good. Well, look how many people are here. It only gets worse. Oh my god. It doesn't get better. Yeah. What are we with the time with our timing? For those of you that are just walking up, uh, they're not reacting from a bad haircut. They we're doing the hot chip challenge. That you've seen online. Oh man. Are we at five He's minutes? He's crying. We're not at five Holy minutes. Yet. You can. Two Where's minutes, eight seven seconds. No pressure though. Two minutes left. What? That's it, two minutes. Oh my god. Any other hot songs related to hot? In the history of bad decisions. Does anyone have any questions for us? Yeah. Yeah. Any questions from the audience? What's my sign, maybe? Yeah. Let me 
Anyone have any questions for anybody up here? Anyone? Spicy things are raise your hand. The, the unit of measurement for spices is called a scoville. Tabasco is about a thousand scoville. Dave is dying. You're playing it really scoville. cool. It starts to hurt here. One minute, 15 seconds left. Oh my god. So yeah, it's like if Tabasco is a thousand, this is rated at three million scoville. Yeah, very, very spicy. Woo! I can feel the radiation. He's sweating, he's sweating. Oh I know I'm so red. He's sweating like Joe Biden in a team pageant. My vision. <laughs> oh, did I say that loud? My vision is a little so blurry. We don't want to get political up here. Sorry. <laughs> I would think at this point it'd get better. It's not better at all. No. Uh, 40 seconds. Yeah, 40 seconds. You're about all of the liquids are coming out of my face. I think we need like a 20 second countdown. This is great. Like, no one threw up yet. We have made it to a, a high level right now. It says that if, you, if you last one minute, you're powerless. If you last as long as us, you're powerful. So thank you, I guess. David needs to blow his nose. Can we get him some tips? Nine, Don't blow eight, your nose. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. All right. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends, give us a rating, and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.